Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unfounded Podcast. My name is Christopher Turner. I am your host. I hope you're doing good out there. Uh, it's been about, what, a little over a week since my last episode. Sorry for the delay, guys. But like I said, I've been very busy out here in Las Vegas. Uh, since I started here, I've been doing a new job and kind of apprenticing, learning a whole new trade. And uh, the business I'm working for is extremely busy, which is really good right now, right? In coronavirus land, uh, there's definitely a good thing that I have have work and a job. And I'm very appreciative and thankful for that. So uh, doing well out here in this new apartment and this new city. Uh, I hope you are as well. Uh, but I wanted to kind of get on here and, and shout out to you for a little bit. Um, I'm, it's actually kind of a weird time at night. I usually don't record very late uh, at night. I usually kind of try to do this early in the morning or some somewhat midday. But um, I was having a really interesting conversation with my friends upstairs. I had dinner with them tonight. Uh, and I kind of wanted to continue because I was in a very, very, very talkative mood. <laughs> As I usually am. Um, but uh, I felt like maybe I needed to get on here and get some of that out on here. You know, there's there's been a weird shift in my life, right, um, since I moved here. When I was in Denver, I was fairly isolated. Now, um, I lived, I, I had family, extended family there, and, and, and uh, my aunts and uncles, things like that. Um, but I didn't have, you know, any direct family or a lot of really close friends either. Um, I did initially kind of, you know, when I started there, I had a, a group that I went there with a, uh, and kind of had a, a good time with, but that kind of broke away really quick. That kind of broke up really quick. And I eventually ended up kind of being pretty much alone. You know what I mean? Um, kind of isolated for probably up around a year or so. Uh, just me and my dog, right? And that's kind of what this came out of. You know, that's what this whole podcast developed out of was that um, isolation, you know, the, the, and the feelings that came out of it. And, um, it's part of, it's part of the reason why I think that isolation is so critical. Um, that I think that there's something very, very important about choosing the thorny path, uh, in your life, choosing the difficult road and not allowing yourself to be too comfortable, uh, for too long necessarily. And it's not that comfort isn't necessary or, um, enjoyable or, or, or honestly like okay to accept at certain points, right? It's okay to enjoy the comfort that you experience in your life when, when it pops up. Um, it's not okay to hold on to it. And I think that's uh, one of the ways that uh, we go wrong in the modern world is we try to kind of institute this, this certain type of comfort globally. And um, I do think that this is a problem. I think it's an evil thing that we haven't properly identified as such. And that we need to try or we need to start the conversation that direction. We need to start talking about um, what our intentions are <laughs> in a weird way as like a species. Like what are we supposed to be, guys? You know, as human beings. Like what is our purpose here? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like are we supposed to are we supposed to make the world a fair place? You know, are we supposed to fix the suffering inherent within it? Are we supposed to kind of justify our own individual lives? You know, justify our own suffering? Or are we supposed to... figure out a way... forward knowing all of that I think it's the latter 
I think we're created with intense purpose. I think you have a lot of intent behind you. I think you can feel that. I think the way you feel that, that purpose, that intent, is by listening to what you would call your inner conscience. I think this is the way most people conceptualize it. It's something like a conscience. It's this pull, this feeling you get when you do something that's wrong. If, you, if it's hard for you to conceptualize this, because it can be, you can train yourself into forgetting that you have this thing inside of you. It's very easy to do, and I think this is one of the problems. I think we've done this in modern day. I think we've trained ourselves out of realizing that this exists. But you have a moral compass. I've argued before that morality is a technology. I think I may have been wrong about that. I may have been right about it, but I, I, I'm now thinking that maybe not. I think that morality is your map. Now, we've talked about, we went through all the virtues, right? And the seven deadly sins. I think if you look back at those episodes, if you go back and listen to them and you, re- and you really kind of uh, apply them in your life, what you'll find is that lays a map out for you. It actually lays a path out for you. It's very specific to your life. It's not mine. It's yours. And now all you have to do is follow that. Each, all of us, individually. It's literally that simple. Is that intent that you were imbued with? The way that you figure out or follow, or, or, or the way that you realize that is by following that pull you feel inside yourself. That pull you feel inside yourself is something like a morality. It's something like a moral compass. It's something like knowing right from wrong. Now, I want to be careful when I say right from wrong because I think we get too far into like the justice system, the legal system, the kind of police state, all of this kind of stuff that's very, very heated right now. I don't want to get into that. Trying to keep this at a philosophical level. The reason I think say I think that's a map is because I truly do believe, and I think I presented a good argument thus far, kind of showing that I that each individual person has a has a has a very very unique perspective. Maybe you've realized that listening to mine. Or maybe you've realized that just kind of like experiencing other people in the world. Engaging with them and seeing how different they can view something that's exactly the same as yours. In a weird way, one thing that's really, really made me realize that, and it's happened recently, is coming back together with friends that I haven't seen in a long time. What you'll find, and the reason I bring that up, or the reason I say that is because, let's say you have, think about the friends you grew up with. Think about the friends that you, you know, that little posse you had. If you had, you know, maybe you were kind of a loner or whatever, that's fine. You know, but it, let's say, um, think about the, the, the group that you hung out with or the people that you would associate with for, for nothing else, right? Now, I think one of the things that happens often in life is we get separated from those people that we grow up with, kind of the upbringing, that, 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 that very crucial time when the world has a lot of, like, influence on you. 
And we separate like at 18, right when you graduate, and everybody kind of goes their own ways. So you don't ever get to see, most people don't get to see kind of what happens of, with people's kind of personalities, how they develop, what their assumptions lead to, all those kind of things, right? And so what it can lead you to believe, if you watch the TV and you watch movies and you watch all these other things, it can lead you to believe that the way that you get ahead in life is by cutting corners. That the world in some fundamental way is set up as a game, and that the way that you win at the game is to figure out how to trick it. Now, I think this is a, this is a, a idea that is so prominent right now, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to ignore. Now, I don't think it's true in the way that we're thinking about it. I think the world was set up with incredible intent as well, just like you were. And I think looking out into the world and trying to label it as something that is unstructured or, 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 or done, not, not structured in the proper way is incredibly evil because it assumes that you know what the right way would be. I think we have a lot of that right now. We have a lot of people that are looking out into the world and thinking, oh, you know what? I'm enough to solve that. But you really aren't. And I really don't want you to try to test that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can. I can't I can't keep you from doing that. Right? But what it'll lead to is a bunch of yous running around. You're not that important. Neither is anybody else. But if you think you are, and then you prop- propagate that in other people, what you're going to have is a bunch of people that think they're the thing that's going to solve everything. And that's what we have. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? You are the thing that's supposed to follow a very specific path. One that's yours. And nobody else's. That path entails a lot of struggle. A lot of suffering. A lot of unfairness. A lot of suffering that you're going to experience that other people aren't going to experience. A lot of suffering that you're going to experience that you're never going to be able to illustrate to people. A lot of suffering you're never going to say. You're never going to get justice for. You're never going to get vindicated for. Any of that. How do you still be a good person? How do you go out into the world and be something that produces good? That pulls things upwards instead of degrading it? How do you make sure you're not the thing tricking itself into thinking it's a savior? How do you make sure you're not the thing that's devolving without knowing it is. I think it I think it relies on something like trust. You have to trust that that feeling you feel inside yourself, that pull that knowing that what you're doing is right or that what you're doing is wrong. Um, you got to trust that and follow it and know that whether it lead, wherever it leads you, it's going to lead you where you need to be. Maybe not where you want to be, but where you need to be. 
and that's a much different place. We all have this conception of where we want to be in the world. What we think we deserve, the kind of vindication we need, things to support our, support our ego and all the efforts we've expelled, all the energy we've expended, right? You think you deserve something? You don't deserve shit. Nobody does. I don't give a shit how hard you've worked. <laughs> Nobody does. I don't either. You can go out there and grind all day, man. You don't deserve anything. The best thing you can do is be the thing that brings order out of chaos. I really, truly, and wholeheartedly believe that. And that when you become the thing that can pull order out of chaos, you somehow get everything else too. But if you try to go about this whole, I'm going to call it the game of life, but you try to go about this whole game of life in a deceptive way, like you're playing a game of Monopoly and you're going to trick everybody into like giving you park place and all this shit, you're going to lose, man. Maybe you won't lose immediately. I know there's a lot of examples of people that are very well off, like objectively, right? That have used like despicable means to get there. Sure. I um, I guarantee you, I don't almost, I guarantee you that person is flush with misery in some way that you are not seeing. Probably overwhelmed by it. Because there's a certain law of nature that you don't get to chase one thing. You don't get to you don't get to trade away that that map. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't get to sell that down the road. When people talk about selling themselves there's their soul to the devil, that's what that's what it that's the idea. You're giving away the thing that guides you for the thing that is like now. You know what I mean? Like stop trusting. Don't have faith anymore. Just take the now. Take it. Seize fucking whatever you think you deserve, what you've earned. <laughs> right? <laughs> this idea of earning something. There's nothing that's yours in this life. You don't deserve shit. I don't either. You're supposed to prove something. You're supposed to prove you're worthwhile. You're supposed to prove you're not like the rest of these people. You're not somebody that follows the herd. You're somebody that has faith in what they believe in. You're somebody that will stand up for what they believe in. You're somebody that will speak when they see something that's going wrong. You're somebody that will go the opposite direction of the herd when everybody's pushing that direction that way, right? Guys, if I could give you a, a piece of advice, and I know I'm being very, like, kind of obscure about what I'm talking about right now. I'm not being, like, very direct. Obviously, like, everything that's going on in the world is, is pretty obvious. You know, obviously, obvious, yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about, right? This, this, this world is, is, is devolving into a chaotic kind of space. I think we need faith. Now, when I say faith, what do you think of? Think of like a religion, right? 
that structure. Many of you may kind of cringe a little bit, be like, oh, I don't, because here's the thing, like, I understand why the word, like, the idea of faith is so uncomfortable, because it has this, like, quality of turning off. There's this quality inside of faith. I think if you conceptualize faith, at least the way I conceptualized it when I was kind of encompassed by the secular worldview, was that faith was this idea of turning off logic. That the only way that you get to some some to faith is to turn off what you see around you, to to not to not to not view the world correctly anymore. That's the kind of idea, right? Well, that's so wrong. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's, it it all fits together very beautifully, but it requires that you accept that no one perspective is correct. In doing that, you realize that all of them are. They're all pieces of the same thing. Just like you're a piece of the same thing. Everything's fractal in nature. Little bits of bigger bits. That's what we are. You're no different. If you think you're different than the universe, that you're any different than Mars, the planet, or you're any different than than Beetlejuice, the supermassive red giant, you know, in Orion's belt. You're not. You're the same thing. At a fundamental level, at a scientific level, you're made up of the same shit. What makes you different? What makes you different? Your perspective. That's why you have an obligation to enunciate it and define it. What is your perspective? Who are you? What makes you different than the herd? What makes you not follow that? You know those those parts of arguments where you'll be like agreeing with somebody, like somebody's saying an argument, and you're like agreeing, 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 and then they say like one part of it, and you're like, no, no, that doesn't feel right. But then they keep going, and you're like, oh yeah, but that makes sense too, and so you just keep on going. Like that little piece didn't add up, but I'm just going to keep on going because that little, because everything else adds up. So let's just keep doing, let's, let's accept that. I'm sure you've, you've, you've had something like that happen before when you're being presented an argument. I've had that happen before. I've done that. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe. Don't ignore that. There's a reason that thing sticks out like a store, sore thumb. It sticks out like a sore thumb because your perspective sees it as a sore thumb. There's something very unique about you and your experience and everything you've been through and everything you're supposed to do. And whatever that little blip in the information you just got was, you're not supposed to ignore it. You're supposed to say something. (laughs) And enunciate your perspective. Show who you are. Outline your your freaking what what you are, right? But so often in this modern society, we've been trained to quiet that, to go along with what everybody believes, that if you see this little red flag, ignore it, because the rest of it's online, on par, right? No, don't do that. Because what I see happening is a lot of arguments that have a whole shitload of red flags. It's gotten to a point where like arguments used to have like one red flag, right? It was like, oh, there's a little bit of a problem with it. Okay, but whatever. Let's, it's mostly right, so let's keep it going. Well, carry that idea forward, right? If you keep assuming that an idea that is flawed isn't, the more you carry it on and act on those assumptions, the more the flawed idea is, is going to produce more flaws. 
right? And so you're, you're going to have to continually try to hide the flaws that idea is producing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And this is what is happening over and over and over again. That's why I created a podcast called The Unfounded. Because there are so many ideas that are red flags, that do not make sense, that do not add up, that are completely out of place, right? Yet, I, yet we have experts, people that are supposedly intelligent <laughs> on TV, supposedly the most intelligent and informed people in our society up there touting this kind of bullshit. And that's exactly what it is. Because the more you let ideas degrade like that, the more red flags pop up, the more it becomes bullshit. And before you know it, it's more bullshit than, than fact. I know I'm, I'm sorry for being so vague in this episode. Um, but for some reason, I need to talk and just sit down and talk right now. And so this is what I'm doing. Right? I've been, I'm on a roll tonight. And I, I, so I... I, I I guess the reason I'm saying this is because I feel like I need to tell whoever's listening to this that you you trust yourself. Trust what you feel. Believe in it. Because it's real. <laughs> I promise you. It's more real than you could ever imagine. And it's just waiting for you. So start now. And with that, guys, I think that's what I got for you right now. It might have been a short one. I'm not sure. I uh, kind of lost track of time. Yeah, it's super short. Um, I'm going to leave that there, but I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was kind of a little bit of a rant off the cuff, but something a little different. And I don't like to filter myself. So let's see how it goes. And uh, please stay safe out there, right? Um, I know that the world is getting more chaotic. I know that it's getting more tempting to join in that chaos, to join in the teardown. Don't be that thing. Be the thing that pulls order out of that chaos, not the thing that creates more of it. Do that. Trust in yourself (laughs) and follow that internal compass and it will lead you exactly where you need to be. Exactly. I promise you that. Live your best life. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.